Hi friends, I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And this is a super spooky episode of Dead <laughs> Say it with me, no! <laughs> How am I supposed to say it with you if we both have like different spooky Ooh, <laughs> It's fine. I like when you do it. It's extra spooky. <laughs> yeah. Spooky is one word for it. <laughs> cringy is probably another word that we could use. <laughs> I don't find it cringy. <laughs> I think it's cute. It's endearing. Aw. <laughs> Aw, she's trying. Oh. Oh, honey. Honey. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. We're back. We're with back another with spooky another episode. It's Spooky Shooters Scary Stories number three, right? Mm, two. Number two. Is it? Number three. Number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> scary Stories number two. I don't think it's number two. <laughs> what do you mean? It's only number two. It literally says at the top of the page, Spooky Shooters Stories number two. <laughs> right. So disregard my recording name <laughs> then. I'm not going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I'm too tired, um, and this month is lasting 40 years. Okay. You can hear me crunching. I'm really sorry because I got this thing called Keto Crate. Hear me out. Okay. Because I've been trying to eat less carbs, right? But I liked snacks. So it's like a subscription box that sends you like low carb snacks. And they're actually really delicious. And right now I'm eating some spicy pumpkin seeds. Oh, that sounds really good. They're really good. They're called um, somewhat spicy. I'm They're dying crazy. for some pumpkin, but I don't want to do it myself. So <laughs> mm, I love pumpkin. Maybe I'll make pumpkin pasta over the weekend because I really. Ooh. Yeah, I love that pumpkin. Good. I love pumpkin yeah. spice. Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. I am loving that Duncan has oat milk now. That's really, really. Yes, great. I saw that. That's awesome. I always get that. almond milk. I don't. I've never tried oat milk, I don't think. Maybe I'll try it. On its own, you can taste like an oaty flavor, obviously. Okay. Like yeah. when you like when you taste almond milk, it's very clearly not milk, but the oat milk has something else that's like, ooh. Gotcha. <laughs> tastes a little like oatmeal. But in stuff, it's totally fine. You can't you can't tell. Yeah, Adam likes to drink oat milk. I my order at Dunkin' is usually a pumpkin spice ice latte with almond milk, and it's delicious. Nice. And you get iced all year round? Yes, I usually drink iced coffee year round. I just think it... Hot coffee, when I make it at home, I drink hot coffee, or if I make it at school in my Keurig, I'll drink hot coffee. But I always have this thing that I feel like it's a race against time to drink hot coffee. Because for a really long time, it's too hot, then I'm going to burn my tongue. And then once it's the right temperature, you have to chug it so it's not cold. Yeah, that's fair. I frequently end up leaving like half a cup of coffee because it's too cold and I don't want to heat it back up. Yeah, or I microwave it and it's just like, it's not the same. Yeah. Our shooter this week comes to us from Martha Stewart, the one and only. And I 
thought that this shooter was cool because um, I have brunch plans this weekend and um, it combines the best brunch drink. Well, you know, the second best brunch drink, I would say. And shots. And it's called the Halloween Bloody Mary shooter. Ooh. So what you're going to do is either take a pre-made Bloody Mary mix, which is probably what I would do. But if you really want to make your own Bloody Mary mix, you take some tomato juice, uh, lemon juice, horseradish, Worcestershire sauce, hot sauce, whatever you want, like what you put in your normal Bloody Mary mix. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody makes it a little different, right? I think so. And then, and then for the shooter, you're going to stir together equal parts of salt and pepper on a small plate, and that's going to end up being your rim to your double shot glass. Cool. And then you're going to pour two ounces of Bloody Mary mix into the bottom of each glass. And then you're going to layer it using a spoon and pour in one ounce of vodka onto the top. The uh, This recipe, they made it with black vodka. So it was like extra spooky looking. That's cool. Which would be awesome. But I mean, I don't I don't never I don't think I've ever seen actual black vodka. Like I've heard of it. Oh, I had never heard of it. I think that's really cool, though. Yeah, so it's it's literally a Bloody Mary as a shooter. So go to brunch this weekend and have a Halloween spooky Bloody Mary shooter. You guys ready for the spooky stories? Drink up, dead drunkies. Woohoo! Okay, should I go first? Sure. Okay, this one comes to us from Austin. Austin says, Pretty sure my house is haunted. The cats act very weird about a certain spot on the wall. There's no shadows there, no lights, just an area where they stare forever. Can barely get their attention when they're staring. I love that. I feel like that's <laughs> like all cats, right? It does. I I mean, Jenny has stared at stuff before in the house and she's just listening. But sometimes my mom will be like, what do you think she sees? And I'm like, nothing. There are no <laughs> ghosts in our house, mom. Like, relax. It's probably like a bug. It, <laughs> like a really small bug she's really not good with her eyes she's good with her ears and okay with her nose but eyes not <laughs> not not her thing no <laughs> not her specialty no no all right austin also said i've had a dark figure run up behind me in the hallway me and the wife both have seen it out the corners of our eyes and heard it I've been awoken by my name being whispered directly in my ear more than once. A loud whisper, too. Like someone frantically whispering, if that makes sense. Oh, so the cats might have really seen something in this Yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> All the neighbors have said that no family has stayed for very long in our house. A volleyball fell off the closet shelf a few weeks ago. The ball was flat and it sat in the same spot in the closet since we moved in almost three years ago. It fell off the shelf at about 3 a.m. I originally thought it was the cat screwing around in the closet, but once I walked in and saw the volleyball on the ground, I knew it wasn't the cats. There's no way for our cats to get to the top shelf in the closet anyway. Well, you think there's no way, but cats find a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other day, the wife's keys started jingling in the kitchen like someone had picked them up and sat them down almost. I'm sure more will come to mind. Ooh. That's, it that's does, some spooky stuff. Yeah, that's definitely a spooky a haunted house there's definitely a ghost in there there's <laughs> the no ghost in part. my house anymore but there's definitely ghosts in that house <laughs> maybe get some sage austin <laughs> yeah get some um, sage protect your bedroom yeah the 3 a.m part i feel like that's 
common for ghosts, right? That's like their hour. It's the witching hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last night at 3.30 in the morning, I was at Adam's and I woke up and the sink was dripping out of nowhere. And his there was like a ring light in his bathroom going on and off really fast. I was like, what is that? I made him get up and I don't know what it was. I think I fell back asleep, but... Like, that's oh my so god spooky. it's 3 30 <laughs> it was 3 33 also oh i always notice when it's three but yeah. remember when i had said that like jenny is staring and my mom was like oh is she seeing something it's because like it's not it's not out of the norm for there to be like there's only ever been one ghost in my house and my mom's seen it and she thinks the other dogs have seen it but he's not here anymore mm. and like i've tried telling her she was like she got so mad when I told her that I specifically protected my apartment. And she was like, what about me? And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> so then I went around and I like cleansed and protected the entire house. And she was like, did you get rid of my father? And I was like, he's not here. Like, <laughs> he's did not here anymore. Did you get rid of my father? <laughs> was it actually her father? I, she says that she's seen him in the house that's like a, a while ago yeah she said she saw him standing at the top of the stairs and he he well both him and his wife died in the house but i think that when my grandmother died they both left because of dreams that i've had which i'll get into in a spooky Ooh. shooter at some point Maybe when we do the one with Katie, we can all talk about our own spooky experiences. Yeah, we can have a personal scary story session. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. I've had some pretty crazy, weird vision slash dreams. I, I say visions not like Susan, but like... <laughs> <laughs> not like our... <laughs> Susan. Susan, <but laughs> yeah. Not like Susan, but like I wasn't asleep, but I saw something. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. Anyway, another time. <laughs> That's now we'll get into our first fictional spooky shooter, which is from Shayner, also known as Short Story One on Reddit. He's got a bunch of stories out there, and they're all really spook and really awesome. Well, they're probably not all spook, but this one, this one is. Ooh, I'm excited. Mr. Faulkner was an old, lonely man, and me and my friends felt sorry for him. He doesn't feel much in his old age and with his long life experience. I am sure that he has felt every emotion. My friends and I wanted the old man to feel the awesomeness of being innocent. So my first friend, Carl, contacted the police and secretly told them that the old man on our street was beating kids. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> The police investigated the old man, and after many weeks of investigation, he was finally deemed innocent of ever beating kids. We were so happy for him, and we all knew that feeling and being innocent brought a shine back to his life <laughs> that he was probably not felt in a long time. <laughs> then my second friend secretly told the police that the old man has been touching <laughs> women inappropriately and has been making Tierney's gone. <laughs> And has been making sexual advances towards strange women. For many months, the old man was questioned about this ac these accusations. And then eventually he was deemed innocent. My friends and I knew that being innocent of a crime the second time was definitely a highlight in his life. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling of knowing you're innocent and being innocent is one of the greatest feelings ever. 
Knowing you are free from sin and having your humanity back is a feeling and privilege unlike anything else. Then I wanted to give this man the gift of feeling and being innocent the third time round. I contacted the police immediately and secretly told them that the old man is a murderer that buries his victims in his back garden. The police raided his house and as they dug into his garden, they found skeleton remains belonging to women, children, and men. I was mortified that I failed to give this man the present of feeling of being innocent. Okay. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) It was, it's spooky, but I feel more spooked that it was written. (laughs) Like what? You wanted to give the guy a feeling of being innocent? So you just made up shit and told the police about it so that he would be innocent? Again, this is fictional, but don't, isn't it kind of spooky to think that like this came into someone's mind (laughs) and then they wrote, I kind of, I enjoyed the ending because it was like a twist, but I didn't fully understand how we got there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but thank you, uh, short story one. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, story is from Megan. Megan says, we live in a house that is about 120 years old. My daughter, who was about eight at the time, was getting woken up in the middle of the night by footsteps coming up our stairs and a voice whispering, tippy tap, tippy tap, (laughs) and would occasionally say my daughter's name. We lived in the house for about five years already and hadn't had any issues. My sister-in-law's friend, who lives a few hours away, has some psychic ability. She said spirits were disturbed because their resting ground had been physically disturbed and was asking if we were doing any major projects. Well, our town had dug up our street, sidewalk, and part of our lawn to replace the curb and gutter systems. My husband decided this was a good time to dig up the rest of the yard and plant fresh since the lawn had been neglected for many years as a rental home before we bought it. We did several sage rituals. The psychic friend did a spiritual cleansing and the disturbances stopped. That's crazy that she like from that far away was like, did you dig up your house? Yeah, I I mean. the Sometimes they just know. Like yeah. when we when Brianna went over to Katie's house and was like, mm, there isn't one. There's three. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Katie's house is haunted, everybody. Don't worry. You'll get to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, isn't it? Did it just disconnect again? Can really do wonders. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Isn't it also crazy that just a little bit of sage can (laughs) kind of. (laughs) Yeah. It's every time we I have something weird. and, And usually I don't have any kind of experiences in my own house. But anytime I just feel down, I'm like, I'm just going to sage the apartment. I'm just going to get rid of whatever this bummer energy is. Okay. Our next one is actually from Janice, who you have heard me mention before. She's my aunt. And she wrote, I didn't really think of this as a spooky story until I heard some of the ones you and Tierney shared this week. Some of them reminded me of this. Since I work in Connecticut, a few work colleagues were directly affected by the Sandy Hook school shooting. A friend of mine lost his six-year-old daughter that day. The families didn't actually release photos of the children to the paper. Reporters just pulled pictures from Facebook and published them without the family's permission. About a week after the shooting, my friend finally released a photo of their daughter to the press. 
She was a beautiful girl with a smile that lit up a room, just like her dad. I had trouble sleeping that night. Every time I closed my eyes, I saw that beautiful little girl. Around 2 a.m., I heard music. It wasn't anything I recognized, but it sounded like it would appeal to a child. I turned on the light, which woke up my husband, and asked, Do you hear that? And he said, You mean the music? So I wasn't completely crazy. He got up, figured he just left the radio on, and checked all the radios, all three of them, and the TVs, both, but nothing was on. So he went back to sleep. I sat in bed listening. Eventually, the music stopped as suddenly as it started. I don't know if the music was related to my friend's daughter, but because of the timing, I associate the two. I have no idea what it means. Oh, my goodness. I got chills like a couple times during that one. Yeah, she told me afterwards when I told her that that was kind of spooky that she didn't know if it was related to the friend's daughter, her friend's daughter, or if it was her husband's late mother. She thinks that her husband's late mother stopped her dog from attacking her cat. Ooh. But <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah. But and maybe she did. I don't know. I wasn't there. It's entirely possible. Um but yeah, this was this seems pretty connected. And I thought it was interesting that the little girl would if it's her would reach out to Janice having never met her. Yeah, but I guess I don't know. Spirits are What's the word for having intuition? Just they have intuition. <laughs> like, I feel like they, you know, they're very yeah. perceptive of these things. So if she was on Janice's mind a lot, I could see that she might go pay her yeah, a visit. I also think that they kind of, they kind of, they know who can hear them. Yeah. And they know who's going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Like there was my other aunt, Debbie, she didn't go to this psychic reading. And it was shortly after her father had passed. Her, all of her friends were going to this psychic group reading or something. And they got there and this the psychic goes, where's Debbie? Where's like... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So she she wasn't ready for a psychic message from the other side. But, but it was ready was for her. Apparently ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh it was God. waiting for her. She's got a message in that inbox, but... <laughs> wow. She Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That is crazy. That's why I believe in psychics and visions and the other side. Not Susan, but I believe. Susan. (laughs) Do we have one more? Yeah, we do. And this one comes to us from Albert on Tinder. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) Yeah, Katie put us her her Tinder bio to send her scary stories. And this guy, Albert, sent this one. I didn't end up reading it in the thing because I knew we were going to talk about it. And I wanted to cold react yeah but you read the other one right the other guy's spooky story that was like i'm a degenerate gambler that's pretty spooky yeah (laughs) yeah all right so here's albert's story hey so my landlord owns a two-family home and he tried to rent one side of the house to me which used to belong to his father i chose the other side with roommates because it was weird that he was pushing me to rent his dad's side My roommate tells me that his dad was really old and sick. He had his legs amputated and looked miserable all the time just waiting for death. Fast forward after his death, I moved on to the other side. There are new tenants that move into the father's side of the house. Okay, so wait. So he moves into the side of the house and then new tenants move into the father's side. The the roommate he moved in with lived there when the father was alive. And he's moving in with that roommate. 
on the on the side okay. that the dad didn't live in. All right, makes sense. One tenant is Spanish and doesn't fuck with that Santeria <laughs> black magic. Oh my god. <laughs> I told him that the father died outside the house in the hospital bed. But there's always lights flickering and chairs getting rearranged in the house when no one's looking. One time, my neighbor's roommate invited a friend. Said friend is a known user on the block. While partying one night, he started hallucinating and ran into the bathroom to watch his face and calm down. He kept saying the ghost was here and was trying to recover his legs. Oh, my God. (laughs) My neighbor went to check on him in the bathroom and together they see the bathroom mirror fall and shatter. The bathroom closet, which is always locked, breaks open and two prosthetic legs fall over. It's it's spooky, but it's also pretty funny to me. Oh my God. And that's one story of my landlord's dead father trying to get his legs back and to kick that guy's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Doing drugs in his house? The audacity. So according to Albert, the dead father was coming back to get his legs so that he could kick this guy's ass for doing drugs in his house. <laughs> How dare you do drugs in my house? I just love the idea of a ghost coming back trying to get his legs. Like, what is he going to do with those legs? <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but it's kind of funny. It is. It's pretty funny. We had... <laughs> We had some funnier shooters rather than spooky yeah. this week, but there were some, some of them spooks. Were spooky. There was yeah, there were some spooks. I'm still spooked about ghosts trying to come back and get legs, and little children <laughs> playing music at 2 a.m. That's too late. Yeah. <laughs> that is too late. Go to bed. Go Watch to bed. Bedtime. All right, cool tight. Hope that you enjoyed that spooky shooter don't forget that we have a fundraiser coming up on october 24th at 4 p.m we're going to be giving you guys some more scary stories while we show you some purple drinks and raise money for nicole adamando's appeal process and her defense committee yeah and if you donate you have a chance to win a drum roll please um <laughs> finale my dear friend um has a little business where she draws custom cartoons of you and your friends so she's donating a one to two person custom cartoon for you guys so if you win that part of the raffle that's what you get and the drifting souls we've worked with them before in a sponsorship but they are going to be donating a t-shirt or sweatshirt of the winner's choice and a tumbler or mug of the winner's choice also and they have really really cute stuff so that's so cool. Please join us. It'll be so fun. Come hang and with And we'll us. probably do other raffles of stuff. Uh, I have a cricket now, so I like to craft. <laughs> Maybe I'll make some wine glasses. I don't know. Wine glasses, t-shirts, all of it. We'll give you some cool stuff of ours, too. You'll get some cool stuff from our friends. And you'll be donating to a really important cause. It's important to us. And it's important to Nicole's defense committee and Nicole and her children. So join us on Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime, October 24th, 4 p.m. And until then, you can tune in Thursdays or later in the week for regular episodes and Saturdays for spooky shooters. Yay. And that's all. That's all, folks. So best wishes. Warmest regards.